Welcome to the weekly episode of the Freelancer Codex Podcast. Your hosts, Stephen, and co-hosts Mike, Devin, and JD are all set. Join us and tweet your questions at Freelancer Codex. Find us on Facebook at Freelancer Codex. Or send emails to freelancercodex at gmail.com. Strap into your javelins and let's drop in. Welcome, freelancers, to a very special episode of the Freelancer Codex podcast. I am your host, Steve, along with two of my co-hosts, Devin and JD. Mike (laughs) could not be with us today because his allergies are destroying him, so he did not want to come on and just feel like death. So he's going to take a break. We hope that he recovers and he gets lots and lots of drugs. So guys... Devin, JD, how are you guys doing today? You're medication, doing not drugs. All right, medication. Why? Wh- right, what did I say? You said drugs. <laughs> What's the difference? What are we talking about here? Well, you know, and and I say and I say it's a very special um, episode because it is episode seventy nine, and we've been doing this for a really long time, and we have a ton to talk about. We have patches. We have leaked images of armor that's going to be coming out. We have Matt Damon chest to talk about. We have, what? I mean, Matt Damon chest, Elysium, Elysium caches. Oh, yeah. oh uh, what have you guys been calling them? Elysian. Okay. Caches. Yeah. So we've got Elysium. Matt Damon chest that we're going to talk about and everything that's in there. So, so there's a lot to cover. So this is, we have had, it's been 41 days since we've been able to play the game um on pc when if you have origin access premiere 34 days for everyone else so we're over a month and i think there's been a lot of changes in that month there's been a lot of discussion about loot a lot of discussion about inscriptions a lot of discussion about the end game itself and what you know what do we really need to do to continue um playing the game so we're going to talk about all that stuff we're going to take a bunch of questions from YouTube. We're streaming on YouTube today because for some reason we couldn't get Mixer up and running. And if, if we, I couldn't get it running for some reason, uh, the sound did not want to work. So instead of fighting with that, we decided we'll just go over to YouTube and we'll um, stream there and we'll talk to there. And if you hear a bunch of voices coming from my end of the microphone, it's because there's a new dog here and he doesn't um, understand personal space and not have to not <laughs> chew on cords. So I could either lock him in a room and you'll hear him barking. Or I can let him walk around until he figures out that, hey, I just got to not eat these cords and I'll be okay. So <laughs> first things first, I kind of wanted to ask you guys, um, what what have you been doing in the last week in Anthem? Have you seen any changes with all, you know, the loop with the, the recent patch that came out? We'll start with you, JD, since notoriously you've had like no legendaries at all. And so have you seen a difference with the newest patch? Um, so full disclosure, I haven't actually, uh, played that much, uh, since the last podcast. Um, I think the, uh, last week after we finished recording the podcast, I hopped in my car and I drove to LA for a couple of days to see my friends. Um, but I only got back on Monday. Uh, I played a few hours. Um, I'm up to 110 hours now. Um, played a few hours here and there. Um, I managed to get two legendary items, but that was before the new patch. Uh, that was actually the like the couple of hours after we finished recording last week. I got two new legendary items, which brings me up to I think three total. Um, 
I'm liking I'm liking the new patch. Um, obviously, um, I played it a little bit right after the patch came out. Noticed that you know like loot was being picked up by other players, which didn't really bother me because I was still getting it. In fact, I kind of liked it because I didn't have to fly around and pick it up myself. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was uh, pretty good. I noticed that they already hot fixed that problem, and uh, I did uh, two Elysian chests. Didn't get anything. Uh, notable from either of them, though. I think I got Interceptor parts and Colossus parts exclusively for both of those chests. So uh, so I guess you actually, got that think, out of the way already, so you don't have to worry about that now, right? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> Maybe. I hope so. I mean, <laughs> it depends on uh, what happens after that. Yeah, <laughs> it depends. Like, if I go play tonight and it's, like, the same thing again. Because uh, I think I got one one decal, one decal. Can't get dupes. So... You yeah. might get 22 Masterwork Embers. Oh, don't even joke 25. like that. Don't, don't joke like that. No, I'm not joking because I've gotten 80 before, and the next time I got 25. You cannot tell me that BioWare would say, hey, this counts as a separate drop by getting That's 22 Masterwork and Embers there's, there's or 23 Masterwork Embers. And 62 drops, 67 of which you know they said are vinyls, animations, you know those kind of things. The rest of the, you know, because when I first started, there's 162 and it starts counting down because you can't get any duplicates. Mm. So 67 out of the 162 are vinyls, animations, uh, decals, those kind of things. And the rest are parts, embers, and I don't know. What else? But no armor. You can't see my no face right armor. now. What, and, and we'll talk more I about that later because we have a whole section where we're going <laughs> to discuss the Matt Damon chests and what they actually are and what they do for the game. So, Devin, tell me about your week in Anthem. Uh, it's been pretty good. Today I actually didn't get to play yet, so we'll play probably play some after the podcast. But, um, yeah, no, as soon as patch went live, I uh, it, was pretty, it was a bummer. You know, I didn't get the, uh, you know, expensive the f- decal. The firelight wrap? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get that wrap because, you know, I was already at work because I start work at 6 a.m. So um, I did not get that. So right now I currently have everything except for that. <laughs> so whenever it shows back up again, I will get it. But So I, I guess we'll talk about this later also because we this will kind of play into a, a larger topic that we have after this. But then we'll, I want to I wanna wrap back around to talk about the wrap. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> that was clever. Hey. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I had a great time, you know, that evening when the, the uh, patch came out. Uh, I got seven legendaries. Uh, there was one bad legendary experience, though, because my backpack was full, unfortunately. And in in from like 45 minutes of free play, I had gotten, you know, seven or eight masterworks and four legendaries. But right before the last legendary popped, my, the message popped up that my backpack was full, which, you know, I didn't know at the time that, you know, other people could pick up all the other loot for you. Right. So, I mean, I had tons of blues and purples, which I've been trying to stay away from the blues. Um, but it was fine. You know, I was like, oh, no. I took a screenshot of it, but uh, I was playing with uh, Phaedrin, and we, we had a good laugh. And but, just cried a little bit, knowing that you would never pick that up. I was like, well, at least they're dropping like crazy now for me anyway. So, um, I'll never – I mean, I'm not going to know what it was, so I can't really miss it. So, is had an infinite possibilities could have been the worst legendary ever or the best. Who knows? You mean you didn't go onto Reddit, post a thread about it, complain about it, and get upvoted with like gold and silver and Reddit fake 
money? Uh, I did. I did on my second account. Um, just kidding. I didn't. I didn't need <laughs> that. Um, you know, it, it is whatever. I'm, my whole thing is, is yeah, there's problems, but I'm having a great time. I'm still playing. You know, the strongholds. I like the legendary missions, or uh, what do they call them? They're not on the map. It's not missions. It's uh, the legendary contracts, the legendary story missions. No, they're, they're the legendary missions, but they call them something else when you look on the map itself. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, somebody in chat will. I thought uh, they were called legendary missions on the map. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought as well. No, they're it starts with an I. Um, um important missions. Um, incredibly. No. We'll I, find out tonight. Stay tuned. We'll, we'll tell you. No. Yeah, I, I, I think <laughs> you're smoking. Somebody in chat can look it up. No, it's there. We'll see. Maybe okay. I am. I don't know. Uh, I but. I'm enjoying those. Those are a lot longer. They're funner. And uh, it's definitely a little bit harder. And I like that the encounters keep going a little bit. Sometimes you're like, okay, is this encounter almost over a little bit? Maybe a little too long sometimes. But, uh, you know, you just have to know it's going to take some time. And especially when you're playing on Grandmaster 3. And uh, I I have not gotten any legendaries on Grandmaster 2 or 1. I tried a couple different times. Uh, doing strongholds and uh, contracts on Grandmaster 2 and didn't get uh, any legendaries from that. I got a bunch of masterworks, but no legendaries. So my legendaries have all come uh, to me from Grandmaster 3. So hmm. that's my experience so far this week. Very cool. And I, and I think there's a good opportunity for Bioware to allow us to drop items that we don't want from that menu. Sure. Um, because you can track things. And, you know, it'd be nice to Inversion. be able to say, hey, yeah. Mike knows what I'm talking about. It's called Legendary Incursion. Legendary Incursion. Huh. Interesting. So, hey, Mike's in the chat. Sorry you couldn't be here with us, Mike. You can you can be here with us in spirit, I guess, while you're watching the tournament. I'm pretty sure that's why Mike is out. He really just wanted to watch the basketball games and didn't want to record. (laughs) Oh, I'm sick. But, um, yeah, if you were actually able to drop items while you're doing free play, I think that would solve that problem that, you know what, your backpack's not going to get too full. And then if you don't want to hold on to those blues or those purples, you can just drop them, and that's that. And then you'll never be like, hey, I don't have any space for this. You just drop it and move on. So that should be a fun option, or I don't know if it's easy. I mean, I'm guessing it's easy because I don't program or code, so I'm just going to say it's easy and let them figure it Open out, and switch. hopefully a bit in the next patch. Yeah. So flip the switch and we should be good to go. <laughs> so I finally finished my 25 quick plays. I mean, it sounds like it should be easy to do, but sometimes you get into really long missions and it takes a while. So I've been oh, alternating <laughs> back and forth between normal missions and um, Grandmaster 1 and Grandmaster 2. Just kind of seeing what, what works and what doesn't. Like I've never had a bug um, during my quick plays on normal, but I've had several on when I do Grandmaster 1 or Grandmaster 2, sometimes the the objectives just won't complete. But they fixed that in one of the patches to where you won't be able to join into a quick play session that's been going on for more than 15 minutes. So hopefully that'll be fixed. And I have noticed as I'm playing on normal, um, there are a lot of new people playing the game. Like, yeah, there's a lot of people that are still level two, level eight, and I go in and I totally ruin their experience by just mowing down everything with one shot. So I've kind <laughs> of give them a, something to aim for, Steven. So, so I've taken right. a step back and I've just been meleeing everything as a storm. And that's how I'm going to get my, my melee challenge up because it takes a really long time to do that as a storm because you're never going to me- melee anything in Grandmaster 2 or Grandmaster 3 as a storm because then you just die automatically. <laughs> So I've been doing a bunch of that, getting those challenges done. So I finished that. I still have about 25 quick play um, event um, world missions that I got to do. 
and then I'll be able to get my cool decal. I forget what the what the decal's called, but it's the one with the skull after you complete that whole long chain and you move on to the next one. So I'm pretty close. So while I was yeah. doing that, I was like, you know, I've been playing as the storm for a really long time. I kind of want to mix things up, try something different. Just just because as you if you play that long as the storm, or you're just like, oh, I'm gonna try something new, and that'll kind of give me a, a refresher and make the game a little bit more fun and entertaining as I, you know keep going into the, into the long grind of getting better gear. So Phaedron says it's the Reaver Deckle. So uh, Phaedron yep. probably already has it. Phaedron's like put in 400 hours. So I asked Phaedron, it's like, hey, Phaedron, you want to do some artwork for me? He's like, no, nah, I'm kind of busy. And now I know why he's busy because he's <laughs> playing Anthem all the time. Phaedron kidding, Phaedron. We deleting you. all my other javelins. <laughs> you, d- you deleted all your other javelins? Yeah, I gave him control of my stuff and he deleted them all. Yeah, so I started playing as the Colossus <laughs> for the first time because I I, I kind of harp on the Colossus a bunch, saying that you know there really isn't a fourth javelin. But I've actually had fun playing playing around with it. Like I don't have any good gear for it, so I've just equipped a lot of the legendaries, um, some of the universal inscriptions that I had with it. Went into Grandmaster One and just started messing around, and you know it's fun jumping into a javelin that you haven't tried before because it, I mean it plays very differently from the Storm. I mean, just the way it handles, the jump height, the way it moves. You know, I've I've really been enjoying that. You know, when you sprint with that thing, the thruster turns on and it starts spinning. I mean, it's a really cool effect and animation just as you're playing with it. So, you know, playing as new Javelin's kind of given me a breath of fresh air as I've been playing the game. So I'm going to continue to do that. And then I'll probably move on to the Interceptor and Ranger. I don't know what order yet, though. I'm, I mean, I, I really like both the, the Interceptor and Ranger. So we'll see what we do next. Yeah. But... The Colossus is a lot of fun. I mean, I, I don't I don't play it nearly as much as I've been playing my Ranger or my Storm, but it's it's a really cool javelin. Uh, the the way how like it's it's shield mechanical mechanics uh, as opposed to everybody else's is really fun, really interesting, and especially if you set it up with like a uh, prime, like if you're focusing on priming on some of those combos, like well, like just setting up primes. Uh, the melee detonation, since it's like a big AOE, like shockwave uh, melee, it's really good for just comboing groups of enemies, even by yourself. So, yeah, like, keep playing it. Let me know what you think next week. Yeah, I'm excited to keep going on. It's been a lot of fun, so... All right, so moving on, we don't have too much housekeeping this week. Um, if you do want to leave us a message, you can a voice ma- a voice message. I don't know why I can't say that word, but if you want to leave us a voice message, you can do that at five zero five three eight six seven nine one seven, or you could drop us a line at our email at freelancercodex at gmail dot com. So there has been some bad news that has come out lately about EA, and um, we're going to talk about the layoffs that just happened. So. EA just laid off about 4% of their workforce, and it's about 350 people. Um, Most of these people were from marketing, from publishing, and from a couple of reports from Kotaku, this has been kind of a known thing that was happening since last um, November or October. So they they have kind of known that it was going to happen. A lot of people were in limbo, not knowing if they had jobs or if they were going to continue to have jobs, which is a position that I've been in before, which is, you know, it's, it's a scary position, not knowing if if you're going to be employed the next week. I mean, most of the time you'd rather just know instead of, you know, saying, well, we haven't heard anything yet. So 350 people have been let go. Um, the Japan and Russian branches have been closed. So they're... I mean, there was a small Japanese office in EA. I'm assuming the majority of their content was for FIFA. 
Um, but that's all closing, and they're restructuring, and they're, I mean, you can read the article. We'll link it. IGN has the article about it. They're, like, any time that we talk about layoffs in the industry, like, I'm always kind of hesitant to talk about it just because I know there's a lot of nuance that goes into this stuff. I mean, it. no matter what, it sucks for the people that are getting laid off that aren't have that don't have jobs. I know EA said that they were going to, you know, help people transition and find work, but I mean, it no matter what, it's always hard when you hear people that are are losing their jobs. I mean, it sucks. I wish those people the best. I hope that they can land on their feet. And the nice thing is though, whenever something like this does happen, it always seems like community managers, other developers always come up on Twitter and say, "Hey, we're hiring. These people are hiring." And it seems like they you know, they're, the the gaming community is pretty small, so when yep. things like this happen, a lot of people reach out trying to help people out. So, hopefully, these people can land back on their feet. Devin, you have any comments on the layoffs that are happening at EA? Um, <clears throat> no, I mean it is. I mean it's kind of harsh to say, but it is kind of life in the gaming industry, um, especially if you're a contractor or those kind of things. It it sucks. Um, when I was younger, I really wanted to work in the game industry, but that was one of the biggest drawbacks for me was really just the, you know, lack of job security type of thing. I mean, you could be, uh, you know, 10, 15 years experience and get laid off because they just decided to close stuff or, uh, you know, you can finish your project and then you have to go find another job or different things, especially when you're just getting started and when, uh, you know, if you have a family or those kind of things, it's difficult. So, uh, yeah. just because of the, you know, I, I know several developers and uh, and just their experiences they've shared with me, you know, and the difficulties they have faced. Um, it, it's something that I know happens quite a bit. So, and I think it's kind of easy for people to draw the correlation that you know, oh, Anthem didn't release as good as they want to, and now three hundred and fifty people are getting laid off. I mean, it's easy for people to, to make that jump, even yeah, though. Yeah, that's. Well, that's a logical fallacy. That's correlation does not equal causation. Right. Um, I know that happens, like, that's something that happens a ton on the internet and just in general. Like, hey, this happened at the same It's like all the people that, uh, that, you know, have left Bioware over the years, where, like, you know, basically anybody who left Bioware prior to EA's uh, acquisition of the company, where they just left. Everybody since EA was bought, well, I mean, EA purchased uh, Bioware or acquired Bioware uh, has been, oh, they probably, you know, had, like didn't like EA and had to leave or they got kicked out by EA because they weren't doing it. It's, it's not these two things happening. Yeah, they happen in the same time period, but that does not imply in any way that those two things are connected. It's also worth noting that EA, I think, employs like over 9,000 people. Um, so yeah, 350, like, I don't mean to sound like callous or anything like that, but like it's 350 out of, you know, 9,000. It's not as, as big as what we saw with Activision, uh, what about a month ago, uh, laying off 8,000. I forget. I don't know off the top of my head how many employees. They laid off 800 people. 800. Yeah. Well, they, they laid off 800 people, but I don't know like how many people they employed. I, uh, I know that EA has like, I think 9,300 uh as of 2018 so um, i mean it, it's going to happen when projects in and if you have redundancy and there's too much overhead you know people even in the industry i work in if there's too much overhead at your office or whatever else they're, they're either going to cut 
cut costs by getting rid of people or some other way, you know? I mean, they can't yeah. keep carrying people if there's no projects for them to be working on. Or yeah. They're not needed. I, I will say, even though, uh, even though these things are not uh, likely connected, um, I will say that there were some mistakes uh, regarding the marketing of Anthem. And uh, we, we talked about it when it was going on, you know, like their, their lack of, uh, their lack of addressing the whole uh, monetization thing. Cause the monet, their monet, oh, their store ended up not being that bad at all. Like it was not predatory or bad in the slightest, but because they held off on keeping that in the, uh, uh, before, like, because they held off on like releasing that information until basically the game was out. I feel that that left a, a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Cause they were like, they, they were holding back and I feel like they probably would have had higher day one sales if they had just bit the bullet and like announced some of those numbers beforehand. You know, it, it's like, we didn't need a weird short film by Neil Blomkamp, no matter how good it was. Uh, like, I don't know how much money they spent on that. But it wasn't really like a short. I film needed it like in my trailer. life. Okay. I, I, I was, was going to say I, I don't mind having it because I thought it was. Super <laughs> yeah, cool. no, I don't. I don't <laughs> mind having it. But like from a marketing perspective, like did it really get people interested in the game? Uh, kind of. I, I I was more so interested in like seeing an entire. Hard to really measure that. that though, right? I mean, it's it's yeah, hard to I measure mean, which part of your marketing, unless it has a huge success. Yeah, it's really hard to measure how much. Of which part did anything? Yeah. So I'm just saying that there, there were some mistakes made with the anthem marketing. So uh, I can see why people might draw those uh, draw those connections. But again, correlation is not causation. It's true. What was the? Uh, it was called conviction. Was is that what it was called? Induction. Anthem. What was the name of the short? Uh, anthem. I think it was anthem conviction, wasn't it? Or that was like. It was conviction. So, so if you go over to Oat Studios, this this can tell us how many times it was viewed, right? So it was viewed yeah. three point four million times, almost three point five million times. So, I mean that. I mean that's quite a bit. That's probably yeah. I mean any, any percentage of that. Other videos that any any percentage of that. If like let's say like what one percent of people uh, who watched that bought the game, that's like what like. 3,400 or something like that? That's math, and this is no time for math, JD. It is 9.41 (laughs) at night. No time for math. So, so, you know, we hope all those developers, they land on their feet, they find positions that, you know, that they'll enjoy. So, you know, our hearts are out to those 350 people that don't have jobs right now. So moving on to something that is a little bit more happy to talk about. We got patch notes and a patch for 1.04. And I kind of want to go over the things that we thought were, well, I put a list of the things that I'm really excited for. <laughs> I mean, th- this patch list is huge. It talks about components. Yeah. It talks about inscriptions. It talks about weapons. It talks about gear pieces. It talks about all kinds of stuff. There's too much for us to cover. We could just read the whole thing, but that's super boring. You guys can do that, but we'll put the link to the patch notes in the show. So a couple of things that I want to go over. So chests now have a chance to drop additional items and crafting material and strongholds, free play, and missions. Um, I think this is tuned up way too high, personally. Um, it seems like there's just, you know, a metric crap ton of materials coming out of chests. And I, th- I never thought that, that there weren't enough materials to pick up in the game. I don't know if you guys have ever done yeah. it that way. 
And I think nope. that's probably because the crafting system isn't at a place where it needs to be to where picking up materials matters that much. Because I mean, the only thing I'm crafting is cons- is consumable, right? So there's there's yeah. zero reason for me to craft any weapon uh, because unless it's a legendary, I'm not going to use it. So right, that's so, just how it is. I mean, that's just where I'm at. There's no reason for me. To, I mean, and when I was working on master work, I crafted maybe three or four things. And that was it. it. It is it is kind of disappointing when you uh, you go through this like big old section of a stronghold or a world event, and basically everything in the chest is uh, materials. Um, aside from like maybe like the very last item, which is then a purple or a masterwork. So um, I, I do agree with you, Steve, that it needs to be uh, needs to be toned down a little bit because I feel like I'm getting more materials than loot, um, and by a large margin. Yeah, I agree. And that's, it's not a great feeling to come out of a chest. I mean, and like I said, like I, I collect everything I fly by. I just drop down and collect it. I mean, I've got my radius for picking up materials pretty large so I can shoot things from quite a ways away and it automatically collects it for me. And it's just, and and that's just a me thing because I see a shiny little beam that says, okay, go pick this up. I go pick it up. You know, I know a lot of people don't do that. They just kind of skip by them. But again, like the crafting system, I think is is part of a, a larger problem that needs to be addressed, and hopefully it'll be addressed in the future. I think right now we're kind of putting band aids on on things, but again, like I don't, I don't ever, I didn't see this as an issue in the first place, where people were like, "Man, I wish I had more crafting materials," but I don't know. So a couple of other things: Grandmaster one difficulty and higher stronghold bosses will now drop more loot with a chance at additional masterworks and legendary items. This was something that was broken for maybe like 20 hours or so, but they fixed that to where bosses weren't dropping masterwork items, but now they are. So I think the most I've gotten out of a boss is about two masterworks from the time that I've been playing. So hopefully this is something that we'll see increase. Devin, in all your Grandmaster 3 runs, have you seen like, okay, bosses definitely have a higher percentage time to drop legendaries, and now they're actually worth killing and finishing the Heart of Rage 4? Um, I haven't gotten a legendary out of a boss yet, currently. Um, but I've gotten plenty of masterworks. You know, I think I got uh, three out of one. I was gonna take a picture of it, but I was just like, whoosh, grabbed it and went. <laughs> right. Um, went for the Matt Damon chest, as Stephen calls him. So, yep. um, yeah. So, I mean, I haven't gotten any from there yet, but I've gotten plenty from other places. Um, I do know, however, I mean based on my own personal experience that the legendaries that are dropping they're uh not very good or not as good as they used to be you know so in in, in so, which way uh so the inscriptions are not very good right which is which is fine i mean that's the system i wanted them to use in the first place instead of making it uh to where they has fewer drops but better inscriptions now they have the opportunity to roll a wider scale of inscriptions, at least to me, that's how it looks. And the 15 or so that I've gotten this week, um, the most of the inscriptions, I think I'll, only one out of those has like over 100% anything on the inscriptions. And the rest are just different things. But there's a lot more of them. So there is, because you can get so many of them, the, they've... I believe widened the inscription pool or where it's gonna gonna draw from or you know the at least the number that's gonna put there. Um, 
that's my experience. So I believe Adrian would would concur with me because we were talking about that. Um, so, and and I definitely think that is the case because I I've noticed that also before, even with Masterworks. Previously, Masterworks were dropping yeah. with 150 damage, 200 damage, you know, 250 damage. And, you know, sometimes that damage modifier would drop twice. When they talked about the inscriptions, how they were going to work, they said that there's going to be a couple different tiers of inscriptions. There's going to be like primary one, primary two, primary three, or primary. They called it primary, like secondary high or secondary low or whatever they called it. And that yeah. they were going to put those into separate pools. You know, Diablo does something very similar. Um, but they do it in a way that if you have four modifiers on a weapon, that first modifier is always going to pull from this pool of inscriptions. It's either going to be your strength, your main stat, what they would call it in Diablo. It's either going to be your intelligence, your strength, your dexterity, or whatever else for whatever character you're rolling. And then after that, there'll be one that'll be a main, like your damage or your critical hit or something like that. And the other ones, there would always be one that's kind of like, just a bonus stat that doesn't really do much. It'll be something like more gold, more experience, more health on a globe pickup or whatever. And I think it would be smart if, you know, Anthem went all the way and they did a system like that so that we know it's like, okay, you know, if this, this stat here is good because it's pulling from this set and I know what that range is right now, we kind of have an idea of what the range is that we can roll on an item. But right now we don't know if it's like, okay, am I going to roll if I get a legendary item, is it zero to 300 or is it what it should really be is like 200 to 300 because it's a legendary item. Like why any legendary item is rolling a damage, you know, a plus 10% damage bonus is beyond me Yeah, because you can get a masterwork <laughs> that, you know, has 200 damage that will outvalue your legendary. I think if that's how mm-hmm. math actually works um, behind the scenes. So, but again, I mean, this goes back to like, the way the loot is built, I think is, you know, there's a bigger problem there with legendaries and masterworks having the exact same perk, you know, sometimes the masterworks being better than a legendary. And and that's fine that sometimes that'll happen because you'll have outliers, like your lowest legendary might not be as good as your best masterwork. But as it sits now, it just doesn't feel like the legendaries are legendary enough, but you're still chasing them because that's the highest gear piece that you have and you kind of have that incentive to like well you know this makes my gear score go up that makes it easier to go to grandmaster three but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's better than my masterwork yeah no i can i can 100 percent agree with that because i got another legendary component but it was worse than all three of the masterwork components that i still had that weren't legendary so like i was trying to swap it out in every spot but there was no it just wasn't worth it i tried to play one round and it just yeah. um, it was horrible so was it a universal I mean, component yes because the universal components they're like the armor and the health or whatever um they're calling it armor now so the, those stats are always lower than your javelin specific components which is weird yeah, so the the one i got was for the thruster right so um and it, it had, like, horrible stats for both the armor and the shield. So I was like, uh, this is, like, I was dropping from all three of my masterworks were, like, you know, 2,400 worth armor and then, like, 1,300 shield edition. And this one was both stats were under 1,000 for yeah. to the armor and shield. And I was like, this is, you know, not 
I mean, it's like, oh, great, I got, I got this, but it's a, I'm never going to use it because it's not worth it. I, I think that's more of a problem with the universal components as a whole, though, because like these are these are small boosts that would have made sense in the pilot tree that they that they scrapped, because the whole thing is that these are these are boosts that are not comparable the, uh, yep. to the javelin specific components, like. I, and I believe they said that um, the 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 perks and or the perks and such that they had originally planned for the pilot tree were just uh, straight up converted into the universal uh, components, like increasing flight time, increasing base armor, and stuff like that. But the whole thing is that, like, for the flight time, I, I can see the merit of it, um, but for like armor increase, shield uh, increase, or um, is there another one? Like, uh, I don't think there is. It's just armor and shield, really. Um, it doesn't really do enough to warrant its existence because it doesn't boost up your armor uh, further than uh, your javelin-specific uh, components, and it doesn't boost up your shields to a comparable extent either. So I, I really think they need to rework that. Like, if it's going to be a universal component that actually has some... Uh, has a legitimate reason to play it or to use it. It needs to give you armor that surpasses any other component. Cause it's like, if you want to make a really tough storm, like that would be the way to do it. But unfortunately the toughest storm that you could make is already using storm components. So, you know, I, I think that just needs to be re, uh, reworked, you know, I maybe up it. I, I do think though, that the universal components are like, they all have really high like damage output stats. Like, I use one right now that even though it drops my armor and my shield significantly, it increases my uh, yeah. light machine gun damage. And for every 10 consecutive shots, it'll freeze the enemy that I'm, that I'm shooting at. So going up against an Ursix or, you know, single target um, enemies that I go up against, like that universal component is better for me than having armor and shields just because it, it really plays to the, the play yeah. style that I have right now. And yeah, I but I meant specifically the the universal components that are like armor reinforcement, shield boost. Like there are universal components that just that are dedicated specifically to raising your armor and raising your shield, and they are the only components that are specifically dedicated to those things. But they underperform every other shield and armor increase from any other component um, that is uh, javelin specific. So it's not really worth it. But like the other universal components are okay like you know in, the flight increase is substantial the damage increase is substantial like you said um and then uh, what, uh what's the other one like ammo increase um there's one that does ammo. Yeah. yeah like those are those are all really good but again it just uh, or the melee damage increase that's also really good it's just armor and shield specifically that i feel needs to be brought up because it needs to be a viable alternative uh to uh, the uh, javelin specific uh, components, if it's going to remain a feasible option, otherwise it's just taking up space in people's inventories. Yep, please are after somebody. Yeah, and and I oh, guess sorry about that. Yeah, I mean, I I still need to spend more time with all of them, and you know, making different builds and figuring out what I want to do. Right now, with with the assault rifle, the the light machine gun that I have, I mean, that's just kind of where I've been focused. So I've been making a specific build for that. And it is kind of, it is kind of frustrating to me that I do have quite a few legendaries, 
but a lot of the masterworks that I have play more towards that build that I'm making and they stack more assault rifle damage and they have more ammo in the, in the magazine, more, you know, um, ammo overall that I can carry. So I've been using that a lot. So I have been kind of diving into like the masterworks, um, just because that's what I have right now. So that, that's been kind of fun. That's been kind of interesting, but that, that loop to try other builds isn't there just because I'm not getting enough um, loot drops yet. But I still have lots more game time to actually go in and see if I can get anything. So moving on from that, they did add field of view sliders. So this is something I went in and played with, max these things out. Um, and that that definitely takes some getting used to. I think it's a great option for people that, that want that. Um, being able to zoom in, um, trans, you know, if you want your field of view wider while you're underwater, and then a different field of view when you're flying through the air, you can adjust that and it'll adjust it on the fly, which is a really cool system. Um, I think it's great that they added this in here. Um, it's something I'm going to play around with more. I don't know if you guys have played with this at all. Um, JD, I don't think you guys are going to get field of view sliders. Maybe you will in the future. I'm not sure. But as of right now, you guys don't have it. So I guess, Devin, have you played yeah. with it at all? No. So I, I don't really like like to change that uh i know like just watching them when they had it like at 100 percent, it was making me sick <laughs> watching it oh really it's giving me a headache yeah i just i did not like that so it's my my eyeballs you know when things are off just slightly like what what they're used to it messes them up and gives me a headache so you're so. like vr is never going to be a thing for you no never i'm sad for you so because i mean until they get a lot better because it's just not worth the headache. It's like going to a 3D movie. It's like I don't, I don't want to go to this because it's just going to give me a headache, and I'm not going to enjoy the movie because it's just going to hurt my eyes. But sometimes the, the only six o'clock showing is a 3D showing, and you can't leave your kids with a babysitter for like eight hours, right? You got to go to the six <laughs> o'clock showing. Well, it's like when we used to play 3DS, right? You know, I, I could not do that 3D because it would hurt my eyes like nobody's business. So. And then Nintendo figured it out and just took it out of the 3DS altogether. They're like, oh, yeah, this is dumb. Yeah. So I'm glad everyone has <laughs> got the field of view stuff. Um, it's a great feature. All right, moving on. There yeah, are a couple cool. things that they have fixed. They fixed the issue with the uh, the armor segments when you would get like a billion different armor segments and that um, was displayed incorrectly in the heads-up display. So that mm -hmm. part of it has been fixed. and but Not the health part, though, right? Not the health part, right. So they're, they, they're still figuring out what's going on there. They, they said that there was a bug fix that by adjusting things in the beginning of the game, that would change a bunch. I don't, they fixed a lot of bugs. I mean, there's so much stuff in there that you can go through and you can read that they fixed. So they're still working on that part of the bug. All right. One of the things that um, this was, Mike made sure that I said that this is an awesome change and he's super excited for this. Um, they corrected several inscriptions where magazine size was referred to as a clip. And they have been fixed to say that it's a magazine now that. or a mag. Sure hey, Mike, Mike does, Mike does hate that. That's like one of those pet peeves that he's like, you don't call it a clip because it's not a clip. So they fixed that. Michael's really excited about that. That's all he really wanted to say. So, and then um, they sped up the speed of which you can junk an item in the vault. Um, I don't go to the vault to junk items. I usually just do it from the end mission screen. So I don't know if that's the same speed. I'll have to go test that. Um, so when I uh, got some loot after, well, during this update, um, I feel like the salvage uh, 
like bar that like you know you press and hold i feel like it goes a little bit faster now it could just be like me imagining it but it does feel like it's faster even on the uh, end screens so i i'd have to like i guess somebody would have to test it out really but it it feels faster to me so we'll go do I'm some not science all right, and then this is one of the things that we've been talking about from the beginning of the game when we actually got a hold of this, I think with it, like we first saw it during the alpha test, um, the way the inscriptions were written, they used to be written, it would say like supply plus um, 10% drop rate. They've now changed that to where the number is actually in front of the inscription, so it reads better. So it'll actually say um, plus 10% supply drop rate. Um so they fixed that. I'm super excited about that. It's a really little thing, but it just, you know, when you're going through all these inscriptions, it just makes it easier to read. Hopefully in the future, when we get a stat page that they've talked about, we'll, you know, it's just going to make all this stuff easier. It's one of those things that, you know, I, yes. I I don't know exactly why it was written this way in the beginning and why someone was like, yeah, just put the number in the middle. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not a developer. I just you know, ask for things to be done. So they fixed that. It's a great change. It's it to me. It tells me that they're actually listening to all the feedback that they're getting. They're not just, you know, fixing the things that they think need to be done. They're actually looking at everyone's feedback from all the communities and changing this stuff. So good job, Bioware. Super excited for this one. Um, and then they talked about increasing. Uh, we talked about this last time. They said they were going to increase um, thruster uh, max stamina for thrusters by twenty percent. And they were going to reduce the base overheat of all javelins by twenty percent. I think maybe yeah. there was a, a a negative sign put in front of this when it went live because it sure <laughs> seems like we're overheating a lot faster than normal. Um, New can guy. you guys confirm that, or am I insane? Yeah, no, it's, it definitely felt like it went the wrong direction. Like I was overheating much faster, but I also don't know if that was because it it took a took account of some other kind of inscriptions somewhere else that you know i wasn't using or i mean that's a hard thing because your stuff changes and right now there's so much behind the scenes that we have no idea about that it's like yeah they can say these things but then we're we're like well this feels like it's this way but we don't really know because we don't have any unless we're timing everything and recording it and And going super into detail also yeah and so that 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 made it go further but so the, I mean I don't know. My my ranger was flying longer. I felt um, like I, I felt like I was able to more easily make it to like areas with like water to either skim or you know uh, douse my jets in. Like I didn't feel like I was like as pressed for time when I was flying between those areas. So. It felt longer to me. Um, again, it's hard to tell exactly if I'm correct or not without, like, you know, doing some science. But yeah, um, it, it, it felt better to me, at least. And this got to be tough for them, too, right? You know, because yeah, but I was like, no, we really increased this. But it was like, ah, did you? I don't know. It doesn't feel that <laughs> and, way. And, you know. and that, and that it's, it is also kind of hard because as you go through and you read a lot of the comments and the feedback, it does. I don't, I, I'm just projecting, so I won't even say it. Never mind. I'll keep that to myself, and then people can message me later, I guess. But So moving <laughs> on, um, they also added a new audio effect for when Masterworks and Legendaries drops. Also something that we asked for directly. Um, 
and they put it in there. So, hey, I mean, if you guys awesome. have legitimate criticism, concerns, you know, post it somewhere. They're going to find it. They're going to read it. You know, tweet at Jesse. Tweet at AJ. Put it on a Reddit somewhere. Put it on someone's Discord. Go to the <laughs> EA Answers forums and put it there. They're reading everything and they're listening. Some of the issues we brought up were probably pretty easy to change. Some of them are probably going to take a lot more time, like the loot system. I mean, they've received pretty good feedback from, you know, Travis Day, who worked on Diablo 3 and fixed their loot system. So, I mean, there's they're listening. And at least I take solace in that, knowing that they're not just, you know... They haven't been super communicative for the last while. Like, I understand why. It's got to be pretty yeah. hard to try and talk about these things and then just have people that... I mean, right now the draw for a lot of people for Anthem is to just watch from the sidelines and commentate on it, right? I mean, a lot of people yeah. are saying they're not playing anymore. They're sure taking the time to comment, though, which is fine. That's what we do. Armchair devs, right? There's, there's a lot of people that are that are just chasing the trend. Um, like if we saw the same thing with um, No Man's Sky. We saw the same thing with Fallout 76 uh, where, like, and, and it just comes down to, you know, uh, simple psychology. You know, the like there's two things that people love to see. They love to see the little guy, you know, raise up and, you know, claim victory. But they also like to see the victorious ones get taken down. And unfortunately, we're seeing we're seeing that trend right now. Um, like I think I mentioned just before stream, um, a YouTuber that I've been watching for years, um, he put out a video basically declaring Anthem a huge mess. And, you know, since it was uh, uh, a YouTuber who I had uh, watched and respected for a long time, I liked his content uh, prior. Um, I watched the entire thing. I didn't just want to like blindly hate a video because, you know, it's like, I, I, I knew this guy's stuff pretty well. And unfortunately it was just totally shameless. Uh, he didn't do any research. It was riddled the entire video was riddled with mistakes, um, mispronouncing uh, people's names, uh, either because he typed out the names wrong, uh, making implications that were not true, and then straight up misstating facts and ignoring other ones. Like he said, Bioware hadn't made a good game in years, but he totally ignored the fact that Dragon Age Inquisition won Game of the Year in 2014 and was a huge financial and critical success. But That was years uh, ago, JD. Come on. Yeah, that was that was years ago, but you know, it's just <laughs> the peop, like the, the whole thing is that people were picking you know, picking their news, picking their facts, um, you know, just Cherry jumping picking. on the bandwagon. Yeah, uh, jumping on the bandwagon to, you know, further the toxicity. And if anything, this is just led me to you know unsubscribe from a lot of different people because it's just been it's just become very apparent that some people just would rather be toxic and get views than be accurate and and i think so. a, a lot of the videos like i i don't normally watch youtube videos anyway but i mean there are valid criticisms that a lot of people have on yeah i mean People like to sensationalize things, and I get people's names wrong all the time, JT. So I don't know if that's, you know, <laughs> did you did you just do that on purpose, right there? Do what on purpose? So I don't know if you're there's like, like, I mean, and it sucks like, when you have someone that you that you follow that you really enjoy, and they're like, you know, I hate this game, and that's happened to me. Like I listen to tons of video game podcasts. That's just what I do. That's one of the things that I do. And you know, there's a lot of people that are just like, you know, they were super excited for Anthem. 
And now they don't even talk about it anymore. They just move on because they don't have anything to say. And they're like, you know what? We'll come back in six months. And I, I don't know what the right answer is. Like, I don't know if the answer is to, you know what? Come back in six months. Stop talking about it. Or do you set up boycotts where you keep talking about it <laughs> and you keep Anthem in the news? You know what? What is that right answer for someone that's like unhappy with the game? Do you just leave and go play something else? Or do you actively, you know, stay on the Reddit commenting on every post that comes up that the game is trash and, you know, try and get your voice heard that way. I don't know what the right answer is. I'm not going to tell people what to do or how to live their lives, yeah. but, you know, I'm just yeah. going to try and continue to add support and constructive criticism to a team yep. that, you know what, I can imagine how the Bioware studio is right now. And you can say like, oh, you guys are just apologizing for them. It's like, I'm not. Like, I understand that, you know, people or like real people work on the game. And, you know, it's got to be really tough right now because they know that there's a lot of work to do and they see. Yeah, these are, no, these are good developers. um, I mean, not, well, they're good developers and they're good people, um, you know, and I think for us, the situation is a little bit different because these are people that uh, we've met some of them, you know, these are, these are actual people that we have met that we have spoken to. Uh, it's not just, you know, like some face on a screen. It's not just some, you know, uh, you know, it's not like an inhuman thing. Like a lot of people on the internet uh, kind of see things, you know, like kind of like the safety of being behind a screen and just seeing, seeing them as a developer, not necessarily people like, for us, yeah, we've 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 met uh, some of these guys. We've also have, had the opportunity to personally talk to, uh, either in person or through interviews, a lot of the developers and producers for Anthem. They are they are good people, and I don't care what the justification is. No matter what the state of the game, people still deserve to be treated decently, like people. So, yeah, yeah it's it's just a simple common decency thing that uh, I feel a lot of people have kind of dropped in the, in, in favor of just jumping on a hate bandwagon and outrage, you know, it's. Yeah. And now that we I got think to... from, go ahead, Devin. Go ahead. I, say, I think for me, it's really simple. I mean, I only have so much time in each day, but to play games. And if, if it's not fun, I'm not, I don't really want to play it. Right. So uh, if you're not having fun right now playing Anthem, that's okay. I mean, that's, that's your your choice, and and what you find enjoyable is up to you, right? But uh, there's no need to be like JD said, overly toxic and overly angry, and and say you didn't get everything that you wanted or this and that. Um, you know, you can. There's lots of. Other, I mean, you can do that if you want. Like Steven said, we're not going to say what you should do, but there's a, a lot of people that enjoy this game. A lot of people that have had fun. You know, I have fun pretty much every time I play, and. Um, I just, you know, I know there's mistakes and I know there's things they're working on. They're working really hard to try and improve the game. And I just, yeah. you know, I have a good time when I play. And, and so I, I look past the things that are kind of broken and not working correctly right now because I know there's a, a full team of, of people working hard every single day trying to make a better game and a better experience for all of us. And so, I mean, as long as I'm having fun, I keep playing the game. If I'm not having fun, you know, I, I stop playing the game. It's yeah, you don't you don't get to a hundred plus hours in any game without having some amount of fun. Like even when I even when I was I was frustrated a couple weeks ago about like you know like not getting a legendary and stuff like that. Like I was still playing the game and I was still having fun. Was I having as much fun as I was having before? No, but 
the thing is, is I was still getting on. It was still like, if I absolutely hated it, I just wouldn't have done it. You know, there's no, if, if you hate Anthem that much, or if you hate Bioware that much, or if you're really that toxic or that negative about things, I, I would just like to make a friendly suggestion and just, you know, suggest that if it bothers you that much, se- separate yourself from it, you know, move on to something else. It's not healthy to live in that uh, amount of toxicity and negativity day in, day out. It, and it, it's not, it's not good for you. It's not good for the other people that have to, that have to endure it every time they go on a subreddit or on the internet or mention that they like it. People don't want to, people shouldn't have to defend <laughs> their, uh, their love of a game or their enjoyment just because you didn't like, that's not how things should work. So no, it's not. I also found a Twitter account that I thought was kind of funny that posts on a lot of people's Anthem tweets. I'm sure they set it up to where anytime someone <laughs> tags Anthem, they just respond to it. Um, I think it was called um, Witcher was Witcher three was in development just as long as Anthem. Oh, and yeah. It's the greatest game in the world. <laughs> and they just like respond with that comment all the time. Anyway, um, the Internet's a fun place to, to live, guys. All right. So <laughs> we'll talk about the, the art book that came out. Like, if you have not gotten the art of Anthem, um, you're doing yourself a disservice because the art book is amazing. Um, like, all the concept art, everything that they have in here, I mean, it's there's they go over javelins, they go over striders, they go over um, uh, a lot of different environments that they have in here. We've been posting a lot of this stuff on Twitter, um, showing off a lot of the javelin concepts that they have and that they scrapped. And everyone's like, oh, this should be the game. This is awesome. So there's a huge breadth. A breath, breath. There's a huge swath breath. of um, material that that the team has to pull from from in the future, and of course, it's not all going to be ready and be like, "Hey, we've had this stuff. We're going to release it now." I mean, there's there's a future for the game, and I hope that they find their stride. Um, I'm going to be here for it as long as Devin keeps buying every item that goes through the cosmetic store. I think Bioware <laughs> should make enough money to continue to do that. One but, man operation. Yeah, Devin, you, you keep doing you, Devin. So one of the things <laughs> that we wanted to talk about are the new Matt Damon chests that came out, the Elysian caches. So inside these chests, there are vinyls, decals, emotes, and a ton of materials. There and is, parts. And parts. There's something that's um, noticeably missing from the list of items that are in the Matt Damon chests. And what? there's no armor in these things. So I... I was very skeptical that there will, that there would ever be like full armor sets because I'd always said that you know the armor sets is what is going to fund the future of the game. So I yep. was I wasn't like expecting everything to be in there because then they don't have anything to sell, especially because they're so easy to get. You just have to run these things a billion times and you'll eventually get everything. But I was assuming that there would be like one armor set, you know, themed after the strong after the uh, stronghold, but that's not there. And so all we have is 163 instances of materials, emotes, decals, and vinyls. And one of the things that we've been seeing online, and you know, to a certain point I agree with, is that the vinyls and the decals aren't really the things that we're chasing. I know a lot of people say that they suck, that they're terrible, and it's low effort. Like, I mean, real people actually worked on these things. So I'm not going to say that. I mean, there's yeah. there's people on the team that are like, man, it's everyone hates my decals. Everyone right? hates this artwork that I did. <clears throat> no one cares. All they want is armor. And that's got to suck um, to have that feeling. So I wanted to ask you guys, like, 
you know, where do vinyls and decals and wraps like rate on your interest level, I guess, for the game? I mean, is there, are they, do you guys, well, I know Devin buys them, but you're just going to buy everything just because. Is it something that you guys constantly change and look for a cool vinyl or a cool decal to go with your armor pieces? I do. I, I keep changing my uh, decal and stuff uh, pretty regularly. For a long time, I was wearing the Reaver because it's like, oh, it's cool, you know. Uh, but so when I'm changing my colors, I've stopped using that. And because then I'm like, oh, well, everybody's using it. So I better, I don't want to look like them. So <laughs> um, they're like, oh, it's, everybody's all black and got the Reaver. So we, right. we moved on from our emo javelin stage. And growing um, up a little bit. Growing up a little bit, graduating high school. <laughs> yeah, so I have, you know, I'm, I'm experimenting with the metals and things like that um, and using just different uh, decals that go with the colors that I like. And uh, it's been kind of fun just switching them around. And then I've switched up completely the uh, Javelin uh, Interceptor armor pieces that I've been using. For a long time, I was using the Strike set. And so now I've changed where it's a mix of the original set for the helmet and a couple of the different pieces um it's almost i almost have one for every set that i have but um it's been fun i i enjoy switching up i usually keep it for like uh, a couple days and then i'll change the colors and move on so i mean and one of the things that you can get through that a lot of people have been complaining about someone got a decal from the matt damon chest that was called um gear thing and the symbol was a wrench and that that symbol is actually the symbol (laughs) of the engineers but everyone's like, oh, this is so low effort. They just named it Gear Thing, and then they put it out. Like, they didn't even spend any time on this stuff. I mean, like, I I can't say whether that was, like, intentional. Like, calling it Gear Thing is, like, an inside joke in the studio. Or they're just like, I don't know what to call this. What do we name it? I mean, when we interviewed John Warner, he was like, I'm the worst at naming things. So maybe John named this. John, you know, send us a tweet if you named Gear Thing. Um, but I... Like I do think that maybe the Matt Damon chests were were a little bit rushed to kind of appease us for something to do, especially with the amount of materials and things that we can earn from them. But I don't I don't know I'm I'm kind of conflicted because it's like I I don't care too much for the decals, but then again I haven't seen all of them to see if there's one that I actually really really enjoy. Um. So so I don't know I don't know like. Do you guys even like the Matt Damon chess and what they're offering so, to you guys? For 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 me, um, like my my point of, point of view on this is a little bit different because like I like I don't really like any of the vinyls or the decals, the decals. Um, you know, I, I like I like the textures. Like I really like the textures, like the different metal textures, the different fabric textures. I like those um, because that gives you a lot of like like the, the material personality is really cool, especially how it ends up looking on your javelin when you try something new out. Um, but um, like I knew basically from the customization stream that I wasn't going to be using vinyls or decals all that often because you can't customize them. Um, you can't even control like where they're positioned on your javelin. And the whole thing is that there are some uh, uh, there are some vinyls that look really good on certain uh, on certain javelins. Like um, you know, there was that one from the demo uh, for the Colossus that looked really cool, like the like the Dino Skull or whatever. 
uh, like the jaws on the uh, on that one yeah. juggernaut helmet looked really good. Um, that was cool. Um, you don't have that one, Jay? I, I don't have that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, for me, the Elysian, the Elysian chest, the Matt Damon chest, they don't really hold a lot of value for me because like I was holding out for armor because the armor like you can fully customize you can fully color you know it gives your it gives your javelin a truly unique look but it's not that the vinyls are unappealing it's just the fact that like I don't have any control over them and while it is possible to make some really good looking javelins um out of you know um out, out of these vinyls and like maybe color coordinating it to those uh, vinyls. I've seen some really cool ones from that, like uh, there be giants vinyl or that one, like orange hatch mark uh, vinyl that was in the store the first week or two. Um, I've seen some really cool ones, but the whole thing is that instead of me making the javelin that I want, the, the, the customization combination that I want to have on my javelin, I have to play it to the vinyl and that, you know, if you're somebody like me who tries to stick to a certain color scheme, um, you know, across games or across, you know, anything in general, um, you can't really do that with some of these vinyls. Like, you can't have this, like, rose red javelin and then this, like, super bright blue vinyl that just covers, like, 50% of your javelin. It just doesn't work. <laughs> oh, it's, sure does. It's, 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 it's <laughs> I, I try, I, I try, I sometimes try it out to see, like, oh, is any, are any of these going to work? The only one that really uh, looks good on most of my javelins is the Legion of Dawn vinyl, which, if you didn't pre-order the game, you don't have. So. Yeah, and, and I think yeah. it's kind of interesting because each, like, each vinyl, each decal, you know, you can't just say, hey, it's going to go here on every piece of armor. Because that the armor is so different that it just doesn't work like that. So I mean, there, I don't know if it'd be better to just have like, hey, you know what? If you're wearing banshee armor, these are the decals for the banshee armor because this is what look good. I I don't know if that's the if that a, a position and a position and scale feature like they have in a lot of like car customization games for vinyls. I feel like could help with some of that. Um, you know, like sometimes I really like the color and the look and the like visual of the vinyl but I just didn't like the way how it was placed on the javelin. You know, it's kind of like how the N7 um, vinyl looks really good on the Ranger and really good on the Colossus, but on the Storm and on the Interceptor, it looks aggressively not good yeah, in hard. terms of like, yeah, the stripe like takes up the entire arm as opposed <laughs> to like it just being like a thin stripe. It's yeah. like a red and white arm at that point. You know, like thinking about this, and I was thinking a lot about Overwatch and loot boxes because in Overwatch, anytime you would get like a spray or like a player icon or like a voice line, those things always seem like filler to me. Like, I mean, it's cool that you got something, but no one was ever super excited when you got, you know, a voice line or when you yeah. got a spray. But when you open a loot box in Overwatch, you get five different items. You know, it, it might be better that, you know what, one if there's only one chest... And if you have a key, you can open it. If you don't have a key, you don't get anything from it. But when you open that chest, you know what? If you get four things out of it, maybe it feels better that you're like, okay, I got these four things. I got these three decals and I got this, you know, animation now. Instead of having to run that thing multiple times. And if someone else doesn't have a key, then you're only yeah. getting maybe one thing. And you're like, okay, I got an arrival animation. Maybe yeah. it would be better if you're like, nope, one key will get you four things. If you don't have a key, sorry, do your daily tomorrow and then come back. 
And I think, again, it would also help if they they said something about um, they said the current situation on armor, because, you know, I, I did some research uh, in the last week. You know, I went back and I watched old videos. Um, I didn't count all the options in the customization stream because I didn't want to go that far and I didn't want to have to watch, you know, an hour and a half worth of uh, video, <laughs> uh, you know, frame by frame. And then like, nope, pause, count it all out. Um, just in like the This Is Anthem uh, series from just like the month leading up to the release, uh, I think it's like part one and part two, specifically part two. Uh, and even some of the photos that we've seen from, you know, devs showing off like the javelins they made, there's at least seven different armor sets that were shown in the marketing materials um, that just have not, they're not available for purchase yet. And um, I, I think... If like an explanation or answer as to why that is would be nice. Like even just a little thing of like, well, we showed these, but they're not they're not ready for release yet. You know, like we're still you know changing some things, or we're still like doing something internal. Like an answer like that, um, because right now it does really feel like a uh, like just shamelessly holding back content, so you don't have to like. So there's something that can come out. It's like most people, like most javelins only have like what? Um, three potential armor sets right now. Let's see if you got the uh, Legion of Dawn edition. Well, that, yeah. I, I'm guessing tomorrow the Colossus and the Interceptor are actually going to get their um, Iskari armor. That is yeah. my yeah, yeah. guess, I'm hoping. Um, so if you have that, I think everyone has access to one, two, three, four, five sets. Yeah. Well, I mean, not if everybody not everybody has Legion of Dawn. Right. Yeah. If, if you, you have, have Legion, Legion of Dawn. Because you have the default, right. you have the one you can buy with the coins, and then you have the one that you could buy from the store. So, like, for example, the Ranger, they had a uh, Ranger, and then they had that one with the weird hood and, like, bug visor. And you have the Sentinel armor, and then you have Legion of Dawn, and now you have the Ascari armor as well. So it's fine with the Ascari and Legion of Dawn. Um, depending on where you are, but like there's seven sets of armor. I think there's like three uh, different sets of armor that they showed specifically for the Ranger alone, which means if they're producing them at the same rate, it's, it's somewhat logical to assume that there's at least three more for the other ones. Um, but that would be a huge assumption, and I'm saying that it's an assumption right now. Well, we also have uh, data mined information that there are more armor sets in the game right now that hopefully are going to be released <clears throat> soon as well. Um, so, I mean, we, we've we data mined it. We know they're in there. I don't know when they're going to come. I don't know if it's just well, a matter of them flipping the switch. Or I yeah. didn't do it personally. Anthem Archives did all the data mining. So if you want to see all that cool stuff. We also got to see new weapons. Um, again, we don't know Those when that cool. stuff is coming out. Um, but, they're, but they are in the game. And I guess maybe that hurts a little bit more knowing that they are in the game. And we just don't have. <laughs> and they're just being held back. Like, but what, like I said, if they if they could just give us like even just the, like the slightest like like explanation, like just saying like oh like they're being polished or something, I feel like people would be a little bit more understanding of that because right have now you been it's on like, the internet, JD. <laughs> I, I know, but I, but again, like sometimes saying nothing is like the worst thing you could do. And just saying that, like, hey, like, there's an uh, there's an issue with this, or like, maybe one part of the set is complete, and we want to have we want them to be released in sets, so we're still working on the other parts of the set, like something. 
um, like something is just more than nothing that we, we have right now as to why there's just no other armor, even though they showed plenty of other armor sets in the advertising leading up to the game's launch. Because customization was marketed as a huge thing of the game, and we assume that it, when we saw these things in the videos, I feel it's a natural assumption. I feel it was a natural assumption for somebody to see this video and go, when I get that game, I love the way how that helmet looks. I'm going to get it as soon as it like as soon as it's like as soon as I get the game and I get some coin. Like I am going to get that helmet. I want my javelin to look this way. And now that guy can't do that because it just isn't available for reasons. Yeah. That guy or uh, girl. I th- I think so for me I'm kind of different, you know, I've been letting you guys go for a little bit about this stuff, but I I'm I'm pretty much the opposite, right? So you guys like want more out of it or whatever. I mean, I want more, it's great, you know, for the those chests, but I don't have an issue, you know, I'm I'm as I go through, it's like kind of uh, playing the lottery or whatever. It's like, "Oh, did I get one? Did I not get one?" Uh and I get something, it's like, "Oh, cool, I got something." Or, you know, I've gotten weapon parts, I've gotten embers and different things and it's like oh i didn't get a vinyl or an animation all right let's go back and try it again see if we get something else so um you guys should learn how to find happiness uh no just kidding <laughs> but uh you know I, I think for me it's it's good it's something else that's there it's uh you know it's an extra little added bonus we all want more right i mean we all wanted some armor and i even was like thinking for the chest kind of like steven was saying that there would be more than just one thing popping out of a chest um but that's that's I and mean, I was kind of thinking that each one would have like a vinyl and then embers and a few other things all in one type type of thing popping out. Uh, I would rather have like if you just open if the somebody opens the chest, you get four items, you know, that that are coming out. Because right now, if you're playing by yourself, if you're not playing all the time with your a group of friends or anything, to get the hundred and sixty two items or the things that are in there, whether they be weapon parts or anything, because it counts down each one you get, uh, it's going to take a lot of effort. I mean, there's times where I've gone through and I was the only one that had a key. Nobody else used a key. Um, or I've been in and I didn't have a key, but one other person did. And so um, really, if you did the 40 days, you would need to get four items every day in order to, you know, or more than four because it's 162 uh, to get all the items. So right now, like I'm already super behind I didn't play, haven't played it all yet today, and I only got one item yesterday and, like, two the day before. And so I'm already way behind on the amount of items that I can get, so it's like I have to catch up and play more strongholds and those kind of things. And so, um, I mean, because it's going to be hard. Like we talked about earlier on, there's only 67 out of the 162 things you can get from those chests that are vinyls, you know, decals, uh, animations. So, um all that other stuff is weapon parts and embers, you know, so that's, you got to get through that stuff. But for me, it's not too bad. I, I don't, I don't have too big of an issue on it. I would, you know, like more armor, but I'm fine. You know, they're, they're going to put it out and I mean, everything they're doing right now, it's all a double-edged sword. They, they tell us stuff and then internet gets pissed off. They don't tell us stuff. The internet gets pissed off. So it's like, I mean, what what are you gonna do? Well, sure. I I think what they could do is they put out a weekly blog. Um, you know, a lot of live service games do this. They'll do a weekly. Yep. You know, um, Bungie does the this week at Bungie. I think that's what it's called now. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. put out a weekly, Bungie weekly update. Yeah, you put out yeah. and you 
tell us what you're doing. You tell us what's going on. You tell us about the feedback, the things that you're working on, the things that you're not working on, things that are working, things that are not working. You put out a little video if you want. Like the stream is cool, but I would rather you give us a curated message of what is happening and not. And and do that every week so that yeah. we are in the loop and then put that on the front page of the game so that when people log in, they can go in there and see it. So if you're not into Reddit, if you're not into Twitter, you can actually find out this information. You know, unfortunately, I think a lot of people are playing this game that probably don't have any issues, but the vocal minority, like, and, and I'm not saying that the issues are not valid. They are valid, but you know, there's a lot of there's not that many people in comparison to how many people play the game that are on Reddit and Twitter. I mean that's that's just how it works, right? There's a lot of people that never touch Twitter. They don't even know who Casey Hudson is or you know what color hair he has. But I mean <laughs> it's purple, by like, the way, if you're listening it, and you're wondering. Put it just in the game <laughs> and give us a weekly update about things. Like that yeah. and, and I think that would go a long way with the community and that way you don't have to be in Reddit, you know, trying to defend yourself on you know why the loot drops are broken again, but I mean, yeah, de- uh, Bungie and Destiny—they had the weekly update. Um, Warframe has the dev stream that's like once every two weeks. Um, like if, yeah, if Bioware wanted to, you know, continue doing their streaming thing, take a page from uh, Warframe again, and like, like they have their dev stream and they have like. Um, like examples of stuff they're working on, maybe concept art for things they're going to add into the game a couple months down the line. Um, you know, they also have like uh, things that they're testing ready to show off. They have certain sections of levels. It's a little bit more organized than what the Bioware streams are currently like for Anthem. But the big thing uh, here is that there's a corresponding blog post um, on their website that basically just takes all the information that they gave out in uh in the dev stream. And if there are clips from Twitch, when they streamed it, they include the, uh, the example clips of the very thing that they're talking about in there. And it's like, you know, like less than a minute clips, you know, like you could just go through it, read it. If you want to see a visual example of it, you can, you don't have to, but it's a little bit more convenient than, you know, those people who want to stay up to date on the game, but don't have like an hour and a half to watch every last second of video, like just like a corresponding blog post would also be nice. Yep. And and I think we've talked about that enough. I think we're going to touch on one more thing since we're going a little bit late. And I think there's we're going to save a lot of the other stuff. Like JD will save your character talk and the lore stuff for next week when Mike cool. is back. Um, but the 61k wrap called uh, First Light, I think it was called. It was the green thing that yep. showed up in the store at the reset. Um, and it was there at the reset, which was at 6 o'clock our time mm-hmm. until 6.30. So it was up for 30 minutes when the game went down for maintenance so this was a new type of item that we hadn't seen before it was labeled as a wrap it cost sixty-one thousand coins and it cost 850 shards that's roughly i don't have my tracker up but it's roughly eight dollars if if you wanted to buy it there it went down um and there was a there was one post on reddit that got a ton of traction and people glommed onto saying that Bioware is using this as telemetry to know that if you buy this, they will now know how much people are willing to spend. So don't buy this. And then they posted a bunch of stuff to to real actual data that, you know, I mean, our I think our information that we give to people is probably one of the most valuable things. That's why Amazon, Google, everyone tracks all of our data. 
because information is power and that's how they know you know how much we're willing to spend where we're going to buy things and all that stuff so like i know that stuff is real and that stuff exists i don't know if i believe that this rap was set up to test how much we are willing to spend i almost (laughs) think that it was a mistake that it was there because this is the like all the other times they've done maintenance they haven't changed what items were up for sale and this just seemed like a weird change to make like you at first there was the 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 wrap was up for sale and then it came back after the maintenance and it was another emote so i'm not, i'm not going to glom onto the conspiracy theory that you know they're tracking all of our data and then a bunch of other people were like you know what don't, don't just buy the that wrap how about we just don't buy anything do what i do and don't buy anything and don't give them our money until until we do this which which is fine if you take that stance but i mean do you guys think that this was set up to see how much we were willing to spend on things because because if it's possible spoiler alert devin screwed us all over because he's gonna buy everything no matter what i didn't get to buy it i'm so okay very sure i didn't get to buy it (laughs) uh no so i mean it who knows it could have been it could not have been Uh, it doesn't matter i also don't think you know you you know you don't need don't need to tell me what I need to do with my money. It's my money, and I'm if I want to spend it and buy a hundred dollars worth of shards, you're not and my dad. Waste them all and everything that doesn't matter to somebody else. That's fine. I can do that. I worked for that money. It's my money, and you can stick it. Um, but anyways, <laughs> um, really, Phil. Yeah. So hey, Devin. Uh, I, I don't like it when people try and tell me what to do with my money that I worked for. Uh, but anyways. No, I, I don't think it was, you know, if it was there, that's fine. You know, it's a, it's a more detailed rap and those kind of things. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's better off, you know, under the $5 price because more people would be willing to buy that, you know. Um, $5 is easy. It's like, oh, it's like for people going to get a coffee or something else, you know, it's 5 bucks. I guess I don't know. I don't buy coffee. I don't drink coffee. So. Sure, $5 um, sounds good. I'm guessing $5. <laughs> I don't know. But, um you know, it's like I go get smoothies or whatever. And it's five bucks. So, but I that's you know for me right now that's that's not a not an issue to buy something for five dollars and and not think about it. So again, I mean I don't buy everything out there in the world. But anyways, I'm going off track here. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think you know for a game and for microtransaction purpose for making money and those kind of things, I think a wrap would be better off to be at five dollars. Uh, armor sets. I'm not. I don't have an issue if they're like you know ten dollars for me. I don't. I don't really have an issue. I don't want them to be like Fortnite expensive because I didn't buy Jack in Fortnite because I'm not paying twenty five dollars for a skin. Um, Millions so, of other people are. I know there are a lot of stupid people out there. Whoa, but, um, Whoa. <laughs> just because you're willing to spend twenty five dollars, I know, make right? Stupid. I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to tell them not to spend their money because they're telling me not to spend mine. But no, I don't care. It's fine. I mean, people want to spend that money, and that's fine. They like those things. That's cool. I'm just, I mean, I'm not into Fortnite, so I didn't want to spend money on it. But, um, but, are, but if are it was you adding to the problem, telling Bioware that it's okay to charge that amount of money. I mean, are you setting a precedent, Devin, that is going to yeah, affect sure. every other player in the game that won't be able to afford a 61K wrap? Play, play more. Get good. All right. Okay. If you want to just buy with in game coin, play more, get more coin. And it's not, I mean, it's not super hard to get coin, but if you want to save up for it, get it. But at the moment, it's hard because you could save up for it and be like, oh, I really want that. But you have no idea if it's ever coming back. And right now, repeats are not my favorite thing because, you know, when half the stores repeat, it's pretty, you know, 
not fun for me, but um, and they're just losing out of my money. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's hard once they have a full store or a better store op- option. I don't think it's an uh, you know a problem with it being more expensive because if it's always there, you still have the time to work towards it. You know, whereas right now you have a couple days, four or five days, whatever it is. I don't I don't know what it is. Um, Resets and tomorrow. You, if, it, it, yeah, it if you don't have enough time and don't play enough to get the coins you need for that, then you're out of luck. And so that's frustrating for people right there, you know. So the price versus time to put in to get it right now is frustrating because you have to rush to try and, to try and get it and do all your all your things to get the coin. So. Yeah, it, it is definitely an interesting situation that we find ourselves in. I'm interested to see how it all pans out and how it changes. From day one, we were saying that the store needs to change. So we're going to continue banging that drum until it does change because that's really all we can do. We'll add our feedback. We'll, well, I, I, are we sending the wrong message if we're banging that drum and we're still buying everything? Are we Are I we mean, a problem, Devin? I send my message that I support your game and I will continue to support it because I have a lot of fun. And I've gotten, you know, two over 200 hours of enjoyment out of $75 or whatever I spent on the Legion of... I didn't even... Well, yeah, I did buy that. Because yeah. I bought on Xbox and I also have Fortune Nexus Premiere, but I, I enjoy the product. I support the products I enjoy. And, you know, if that sends the wrong message for other people, I think they know and understand that, yes, there's going to be people that will buy your stuff, and it doesn't mean that everyone is going to buy it at that price. But I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's a big enough uh, price or not enough people buy it that it's going to be like, oh, now everything has to be 850 shards or 61,000 gold, you know, or coin to, to buy it because they are, they have all the other stuff that's, you know, of a lesser value or lesser rarities that is cheaper. So, well, I think we beat that dead horse. Well, you shouldn't beat dead horses. You shouldn't beat horses at all for, for that matter. Be kind. Yeah, of you shouldn't beat people. dead anything like this why? is zombie. Yeah. Very true, but I guess that's undead. So this has been episode 79 of the Freelancer Codex Podcast. Guys, there's tons of information, tons of stuff that, like, if you want to comment and if you have, like, harsh feelings like Rusted does in the chat about me being <laughs> right about all my opinions, you know, you can share that with us. You can go to our Discord. Um, we will link that. That's linked on the website at FreelancerCodex.com. You can support us on patreon.com slash freelancer codex if you want to do that and join our four other bosses that tell us uh, what to talk about. Um, so go do that if you want to throw us a buck or two. You know, the show will always be free, but if you want to support us, you can do that, I suppose. And then, you know, we're going to be headed out to EA Play 2018. So if you're going also. 2019. Hey, what year is there it? Last year. Yeah, 2019. What yeah. Is 2019. What, what year is it, Marty? <laughs> um, <laughs> So you can do that at EA Play. That's going on in June. So we're going to be there. If you want to say hi, you want to hang out, if you want to say, hey, your podcast sucks, what are you doing? You can tell us that too. We'll probably say, hey. No, we won't say anything bad like that. But you can find (laughs) us at all those places. So FreelancerCodex.com. So until next time, freelancers, there's a shaper storm on the horizon. And we will see you on the other side. Peace. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at FreelancerCodex. On Facebook at Freelancer Codex or through email at freelancercodex at gmail.com. Join the Discord through the link provided at freelancercodex.com. 
Our show will always be free. But if you'd like to send some support, you may do so at patreon.com slash freelancercodex. Our individual Twitter handles are at Stephen Lamson, at mlamson25, at neverfear, and at JD the Joke Dealer. Freelancers, it's time to get to work.